At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to Balls and Holes with Jessica Bowser and Brian Pascarelli. Hi, babe. Hi, baby. How are you? I'm good. Welcome back. Yes. I'm alive. You are and doing well. I feel great. Yes. Uh, we have some special guests with us today. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off the podcast in true form. Uh, we have Scotty Levine and Darby Wilson with us, our two very best friends that golf with us all the time, our chosen, chosen family. family. Our chosen family. And uh, we had an exciting day with them today. Hi, guys. Yo, what's happening? We had a very fun day today. Super fun. Yeah, we did. We did. We went to 7 to golf uh in thousand oaks which is an indoor golf simulator right and it's svn2 yeah seven two for par yep and it was incredible it was insane it was like 108 degrees here where we live so we decided to go play indoors right and we were hosted very graciously by the owners matt fowler brandon shea cameron fitzgerald they hooked us up big time they did we got there we had sandwiches we had mckellen 12 we had topo chico seltzers we had tito's vodka tito's vodka it was chips chips salsa our own private room our own private room what did you guys think of that dude i loved it do we mention the sandwiches i might have spaced out because i was thinking about the sandwiches <laughs> but the sandwiches were top tier dude Those, this group ate all the corned beef yeah like the good juice we are it was good yeah it was it was really set up really well it was cool we all had our spot we were hanging out watching what happened it was a really good time yeah. what, what was your favorite part i love the facility the facility was gorgeous. You walk in and it's just like so inviting, so incredible, uh, really beautiful colors. Like it was just comfy and like chic. Right. Right. You walk in, there's a really cool check-in desk. There's multiple bays. They have this private room. Uh, the whole thing was just top notch. It was pretty tits. And talking about top notch, what did you guys think of TrackMan, the thing that we used to uh, play? I'm a big fan, dude. I think like it's hard, right? Because I feel like when I'm out on the course, I feel like I definitely am hitting the ball farther. I don't know if like the interaction with the turf and the ball rolling potentially farther, but I think like the dry ball data that you're getting, your the smash factor, your attack angle, being able to see like you know where you're making impact with the club and your swing path. I mean, it's it's all extremely valuable data for avid golfers or people looking to improve their game so i think like the technology itself is phenomenal and the ability to play these courses like at your leisure from the comfort of your home if you're lucky enough to own one or a place like uh seven two uh it's it's just a fun it's it's bowl it's like bowling for golfers right like instead of being outside you're going to this cool hip hangout and you're and you're just whacking whacking balls I think that the the data is incredible. It was almost overwhelming, though, 
right? Like you you hone in on one thing and you like get that as close to where you're supposed to have it. And then you look over here and there's another piece of data that like shows you that you're just like not on point. Like to me, it was overwhelming. I got a little discombobulated. It would take some getting used to for me to play with the TrackMan. I love the data. I'm a total geek when it comes to that, but it was it was a little discombobulating for me. And I think hitting off the same surface over and over and over again. Like I think there's something to um being out in different elements. I used to think that it would be easier to hit all your shots off of like a, you know, a mat, but like we've gotten so used to going out and playing and I, you know, you know what it feels like in the rough. You know what it feels like in the fairway. You know what it feels like on the putting green. And I think trying to dial that in and then not having the elements was interesting no i definitely agree i mean you're never going to learn how to get out of a sand trap just playing indoors on a track man like you can't do that that's it's impossible because you're not hitting in the sand but at the same time it's a lot easier and some some could say more fun at that point because it's easier yeah talking about fun uh, Scotty, did you have fun? I'm very concerned. Oh, I had a great time. I, I, it was super fun. I didn't know I could get worse at this game, but that, <laughs> that, um, that was pointed out to me today. <laughs> it's hard, man. It's hard. It is hard. I don't think you were worse. I think I was disappointed in mine. Like I hadn't played and it was tough, right? Like, uh, I, I don't know. It was you, you, you did great. I, I, I thought I played fine, but I've, I haven't shot a 94 in about a year and a half. And I shot when we played Pebble Beach, you can choose your own course. There's about 180 courses. We chose Pebble Beach, which is incredibly hard. It was insanely hard. I shot like 136. It was <laughs> the most depressing thing on the face of the planet. I'm not sure if it was the best, like, get back up on your feet situation. It was great to swing a club, but that was really hard. Like, to have to figure out not only how to work within the program and to do the track man, but to then, I don't know, like, I, I don't. I didn't feel like I was getting the distance that I was supposed to. I was having, I was struggling and it was really hard. We just kept saying like, this is hard. I think it's just getting accustomed to having to interact with the technology, right? Because every time it recommends a club, you might be hitting a different club. You have to make sure that you're going to, over the screen, selecting the proper club that you have in your hand because the data is going to be vastly different. And I think like a lot of what gave us trouble, you know, in terms of gameplay was maybe missing those steps or maybe thinking that like if we aim more left without actually directing you know the the way that the camera right the virtual camera on the course is aiming so i think like making those adjustments once you kind of just get in the routine of doing that i feel like we would all probably cut quite a significant amount of strokes off of our round but it's I mean, it's it's cool. I feel like it took us like the first nine holes to really get a hang of it, right? Like I feel like if we went back and did it again, we would have a better idea of how we're doing it. Like it wasn't until halfway in that we realized like we could really be, you know, aiming where we wanted to go. We figured out that if, you know, I had my three wood and I knew I could only make it 170 yards, but it had me going 240 that I needed to line it up somewhere else, right? So like once we figured that out and dialed that in, 
that was amazing. Definitely. I agree. What What did you guys think about the no putting thing? Was it cool? Was it bad? I mean, I generally two to three putt everything. So when it's just giving me two putts, I'm I'm cool with that. Save me, save me the three putt. You know what I mean? That the putting was difficult, right? I putted a couple of times. It was really hard to figure out your distance on it, but not putting. You like for me, I wasn't getting the distance that I needed, so I wasn't having greens in regulation. I think if you're having greens in regulation on the trackman, then you can afford to have a two putt, right? And it automatically decides your putt. So if you're, you know, five or six feet from the hole, like you're getting a two putt. I mean, I think that that's what we figured out is you had to be like five feet from the hole to get a one putt. That was a little discouraging because there's been, you know, greens that I'm on that I can do an 18 foot putt and I can get it in. Let's set the record straight. You're not allowed to putt unless you were on the fringe. You can choose a putter, but when you're on the putting surface, it stops. You That's just, true. It, so you only putted because you chose a putter, but it was only off the fringe. Correct. Or in the rough. Yeah, because it decides your putts right. for you. Scotty, do you think this is the future of golf? Is this something that you would do again? I definitely would do it again. I would say that my score wasn't better so the future of golf for me i'm not really sure but uh it's super fun to actually be inside hosted by a bunch of really cool guys the guys were very cool came in set everything up definitely hooked us up it was super fun i would do it again it was it was a lot of fun so for for those listeners are that don't know what this is it's not virtual golf you're actually in a bay with a huge screen and you're hitting real golf balls with real clubs and then it, the track man picks it up and it gives you your distance and you're playing an actual course like um, Pebble Beach. So it's if it's too hot or if it's raining or if you, you can do a whole course by yourself in an hour versus about three to four hours on the real course. Is that something that is intriguing? Do you guys think that people are, is this going to pick up and, and be like the new thing? I think it's interesting for the younger golfers out there. Right, I think like it, it, the technology almost makes the sport more accessible because you could play a lot of these prestigious courses without having to pay the premium of buying the clubs, paying the course, the green fees, and whatever you know gets added on top of it. So I think it makes the sport more accessible. What I enjoyed was it was like hybrid video game meets IRL golf which to me was interesting because I was thinking like we're currently playing Pebble Beach but theoretically we like these courses could be designed to be anywhere like we could this this whole course could be on the moon and it could be like a super futuristic like Star Trek themed whole right or like something like that so I think there's there is a lot to come with this technology um, but regardless if it's related to golf and I get to whack a ball, I'm probably gonna like it, you know? I had I had a, an amazing time. Yeah, and the facilities, again, were so comforting, and you can have a bachelor party there, you can have a birthday party, you can have a whole bunch of things. I mean, if it was closer to our house, we'd be in really big trouble. Right, and you rent clubs, if you, like you were saying, Darby, it, you don't even have to buy clubs, you can rent clubs from them, and it's totally accessible. Um, you, can, you can get lessons there, you can get coached, in a private bay, mm -hmm. not be embarrassed out on the range. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Why are you looking at me when you <laughs> say that? I'm, <laughs> Scotty, I'm very, I'm very curious about you because uh, you played and then um, you weren't happy, and I wasn't sure if it was the game 
or what it was. For the record, I, I believe I was leading after the third hole, okay? Um, but uh, <laughs> after that, and once you guys really figured it out, uh, it evened itself back out uh, real fast. I mean, I was like plus five, plus eight. I, I, every hole was a disaster. I would like to point out that I birdied. I had one birdie today. I birdied the seventh hole of Pebble Beach, which is like... The f- most famous hole. The most famous hole. And... uh that was pretty tight. That kept me going. That was incredible. Yeah. But everything else was just complete garbage for me <laughs> playing. It was bad. I had a blast. But I would want to go do it again. I think there was a really big learning curve of a lot of information, a very different surrounding, a different setting. And I have to think, too, like when you and I really started playing so much, like it was the dead of winter out at our club, 30 mile an hour winds. We're like in parkas. You know what I mean? Like it was crazy elements to have the element situation completely stripped away was really interesting like that's then you're really doing it like you all you have is your swing could they like pump in smell from like pismo could you like get different scents maybe is that like disneyland just something you could do per course pump f- fresh bread just to keep everybody happy all day long <laughs> and like Everglades smell <laughs> can we have squirrels and birds in there that's oh, i missed feeding the squirrels yeah. darb what are- yeah that's like that's like a big component of why I like going out on the golf course. I like interacting with the wildlife. I love squirrels. I don't know why, but I just think they're the cutest things ever. It's the most amazing thing, especially when we play out in Encino. Like we have our whole routine where we like we know what holes we go and feed the guys. And like they come to us. You can call them and they come to us. I did miss that. I mean, it was a billion degrees here today, so it was nice to be indoors, cool, having a good time. But I did miss the outdoors. I did miss the wildlife. If you got you guys are both, uh, you know, in the industry, you guys are top executives. Would you guys do if like a 7-2 opened up in Burbank or close to your house, would you go on a lunch break and play 18? I mean, I I don't know if I could. Brian, you're the only you're the only person that could go on a lunch break and play a full 18 for clarity. <laughs> but myself, yeah, I would definitely pop over there. I love I honestly I love it. I think there, you know, there's a chance to actually get my swing right, tells you what it is that you're doing. You know, it's great. Yeah, the immediate feedback that you get is incredible. Yeah, and I think it plays in the realm of like going bowling, like getting a group of friends together to go bowling, right? Instead of going bowling or to a bowling alley, you're you're just you're going to a place that has a bunch of bays and you just hang out, get food or like whatever it is and just have a good time. I I think the experience is different. I think like I think when I'm on the course, I'm more like, all right, I have to do this. Like I'm more strict about my gameplay, but I feel like in that setting, it allowed me almost to have just more fun in a way where I like it. I was so consumed by the overall experience that I wasn't necessarily concerned with my bogeys or my some cases quadruple bogeys. We don't we don't need to go into that, but. I think like it, it was a fun, it was just a really fun experience that I potentially think could get a lot of younger people involved in the sport. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. So we have Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy from the PGA that are starting a virtual, well, it's not even virtual. It's like an indoor golf simulator league. What do you guys think about that? Now that you did it today for the first time, is this something that's feasible? Is it something that's going to catch on? I don't know. Again, I think for the younger audience that doesn't want to sit down and watch golf for three straight days for five hours a day, like instead being able to sit down for an hour and a half, two hours and and watch maybe. But I think for me, watching golf is like when somebody hits a wild drive and they have like an impossible lie and they got to get it through like a coffee can sized hole in a tree and like somehow they do it and they're five feet away from the pin to me that's such a major component for golf so i don't know how they would incorporate that in the virtual version but i think it's definitely interesting but i don't think it's pga tour level play even though it's the same players if that makes any sense i think that there was something too like when we were with the guys today and we were kind of like figuring out the different you know components of the track man and they were working with us they brought up that for a lot of the people if you're a if you're more pro or you're really good like you know a couple you know Cameron came in and he had a great swing and like his went as far as you would think it was gonna go right where we were struggling and I think there's really something to like the more technical it gets the more technical and on point you have to get in order to like really dial it in for yourself like we consider ourselves amateur golfers obviously like we're not pros we make mistakes our body mechanics change all the time and we saw that today like we saw the result of that don't you think? Um, yeah, I, I saw Darby and Scotty hit many trees. So talking about your tree thing going through it, you <laughs> guys hit trees and it shows you hitting a tree. There was some lost yardage. I right. hit like so two what are you trees, talking Brian. You hit the same tree. Okay, I'm just going to let the people know you hit the same tree I did. So I don't think I actually hit a tree. Just for clarity. <laughs> I don't think my ball went no, far you... enough to get to the trees, honestly. <laughs> but you did swing out of your shoes once. Yeah, that, that did was, happen. Yeah, I was, was kind of a, impressed to get to see that. That was on a real golf course. If that would have happened in the bay, that would have been next level. It did happen in the bay today. He swung. I, I somehow oh, yeah. Scotty swung out of his shoes. I must have been face oh, deep yeah. in yes, a sandwich. I swung and I missed. <laughs> yeah, no, swung, <laughs> swung, missed, spun around, and I lost it. <laughs> so being being in the bay, and then we had our cocktails that. Uh, uh, seven two graciously gave to us. I mean, being there, then sitting on a couch for your next shot and not riding in a cart. What'd you guys think of that? I mean, is that was that that was kind of fun. I mean, I felt a fuck ton safer not having Scotty driving a cart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I too felt a lot safer not being in a cart. So uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely enjoyed the drinks. I'll tell you what was different. What was the most different? And I think this played in the least favor for Brian was that you have to play in like the legitimate order 
Where he's like, when we go out and we play on the course, we all kind of just like scatter around and like whack balls, like whatever. It's not like you're farthest away, you go first. We kind of are just out and it improves like the pace of play. Whereas like <laughs> Brian would tee off and then like 25 minutes later, Brian would get to hit the ball again because we've all finally caught up to him. Brian would tee off and then I would hit it like three to five times and then Brian would get to hit it again. <laughs> and then I'd hit it three to five times. So I think there's like a pace thing, right? That's a little different that maybe makes it a little slower. But I also, I, I don't know, man. It's the cart, feeling the wind in your hair the squirrels around it's it's part of it you know but it's just different it's not that it's like it's not that it's worse it's just different i do like the way there's no cart girls what if they added in like a like a cheer you know like or like maybe some heckling right like sound wise you know like when you hit just a great tee shot and hear that you know the crowd roar you know you know it, it, Talking about 7-2, they did provide Spotify music that you can play music in there. I mean, we had everything. We had the screen that we're hitting into. We had a touch screen that we were running the TrackMan on. And then we had a whole other TV that we had Spotify. We could have watched movies. We could have watched football. We could have watched sports, anything we wanted. Right. Like, so we had music going. Like it was, it was as if we were in our basement or our cool man cave. And we had built that ourselves. Like that was the feeling I had today is that like we had our friends over and we were in our own private man cave. Right. And we've talked about this before on the podcast, guys. Like everyone seems to want to have a simulator or a putting green in their backyard or anything. Space is always an issue, especially here in Southern California. Is this something that you guys would build in your house or would you go to 7-2 just because of matter of convenience since they have it all set up for you? What what What's the dream here? I think it's a, it's a combination of convenience and cost, right? So like it's to-, to I personally build. just don't have, have space for the trackman in my one bedroom. But, you know, eventually I feel like, yeah, I would love to have that you know, in my space, if I could just walk in and do that a hundred percent. We would never leave the house. None of us would. No. Like we were all trying to figure out how like we moved Darby into our house and we kick Holden out and like make a Trackman studio up in the guest house. <laughs> that was our, that was our plan today. I'm still down. <laughs> all right. Uh, if that offer still stands, <laughs> I still accept it. You should all just run coaching sessions right out of, you know, your Trackman at your house. It'd be amazing. I know it'd be insane. It'd be insane. So would you, I guess, because, yeah, I mean, dude, it'd be so sick to have one of those things. I would just nerd out on all of the analytics and data that you get immediately from after hitting it. But then I, I was thinking, like, would I rather have a simulator that I could chip into and get dry ball data like that? Or would I rather build out a little putting green and chipping area where I could, like, practically do that, right? And I think... The dream is both. I want it all. I was just going to say, I want it all. I want to live on a course. I want my backyard to have a putting and chipping green. I want a trackman in the man cave. And then I think we're all set, right? Like, that's... I, I see uh, the fact that we can play any course we want. I see a lot of gambling and bets, side bets going on here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe strip golf. <laughs> It'd be interesting strip golf. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be interesting. The betting part would be interesting. Like there could be tournaments taking place at indoor facilities and there could be betting that takes place not only within that facility. And you can bet but with like if someone's playing and they're a good player, you can be behind them like I got 20 on him. 
or if you have other facilities talking to each other, if you have leagues going and you've got multiple facilities in multiple cities and on Thursday night, let's say it's a league night, you've got everybody's data and you can be betting in that way. I mean, then you've got like, you know, DraftKings. I, I totally agree with that. But guys, there's got to be TrackMan tournaments. There's definitely got to be TrackMan tournaments, right? What I'm nervous about, Scotty and Darby and Jess, is some nerdy guy out there cheating and knowing TrackMan and figuring it out and like adjusting the wind or making the conditions even easier or something like that. And then all of a sudden they're winning. Are you like worried that Anonymous is going to like hack in? Someone's always going to cheat. How? But you can't, you know what? Today, like how many times, I mean, look, I sometimes pick up and do a mulligan, right? Because I have a shitty shot. I had a handful of shitty shots today and like, you just got to go with it. Like that, that was your shot and you got to go with it. Like that was really glaring to me today. There were no breakfast balls for Jess at all. And, you know, I guess I'm shot 136. Is that your true score then, Jess? I mean. Did Trackman reveal. I sure hope not. The trueness of I your golf game? I don't think so. I don't think so. You see me golf all the time. Do you think so? You're an awesome golfer. That's nice. But I do think that course to course, it varies. Because, like, at, we went to Encino. I broke 80 for the first time. I shot a 75. Scott and I played in Montecito. Woo! Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. To toot my own horn real quick. Scott and I played Montecito a month ago, I shot 103, which was, by the way, the same thing I shot today at Pebble Beach on the simulator. So, like, I don't know if it's, like, necessarily incorrect data. It was just, like, the course is significantly harder. I think it was a mixture of everything, right? It was a really hard course. I mean, that's what we said as soon as we got in there and started playing. I was like, should we have really picked Pebble Beach to, like, have this as our first try on this? Because I felt that we were kind of screwed at the beginning of the situation. But there's a lot of factors, right? Like... It, the, it was just it was hard i just kept saying i kept saying like i'm having a blast but this is really hard guys i want to ask you a question so coming back to tiger and rory they want to do this uh tournaments um that are indoor simulators but in a stadium like dodger stadium and they put up the simulator as a course so you don't have to have a full 18 and then everyone cheers you on and they see it on the big screen and but you're at dodger stadium is that i mean that's where this is going what do you guys think i I mean, dude, I I would love to see the the sport progress in any way we can to get younger audience actively involved in enjoying the sport. I think is great, and if this is the technology and and that's the platform that's going to do it, like, let's go. Why not? You know, but but I think that there's a fine line of it being like really cool or potentially being like really cheesy. You know? Yeah, I think it would be scary. I think somebody's got to pass on that idea. They should just not do stadium. It just doesn't make sense. What are you going to see? You're going to watch somebody standing in that box from, you know, the 90th row. You could go to a PGA tournament or a live tournament and actually like get right up there on the tee box, right? That's what you're going to spend your money on. Yeah, I think a stadium, a stadium is a stretch. I think like in a studio setting makes more sense just purely for broadcast. And you could have a live audience there like a live taping. There you go. That's practical. I think trying to fill a 50,000 person stadium to watch a guy stand in a box and hit into a screen is ambitious. They owe that for us just now. I think it's ambitious. <laughs> we get 50% of yeah. that when they make yeah. the show. They are for sure. That's for sure getting made. I mean, Scott and I, a couple years back, we took 
Mare and, and Holden and we went to Angel Stadium and that was really cool. That was a really interesting setup, right? Like they had on the field set up different holes and we walked through the stadium to different parts of the stadium and depending on where you were at, there'd be a, a tee box and you would tee off and you would hit into whatever hole you were going towards. That was really fun. That was really interesting. Like we had a great time, completely different concept and very different from even top golf, right? Like where you're not hitting at the same, you know, holes. You're physically moving around a stadium and hitting at different angles. That was interesting. I think that it would, you know, if you were the person hitting in the stadium that they're talking about doing, like, oh my God, I guess you would get the real feeling of the pressure and of people, you know, either booing you or cheering you or just, I mean, just to have the pressure of what it would be like to play in that setting. That, but that to me scares me. I think that sounds like Top Golf to me. Yeah, but even at Top Golf, like, you've got a view into like, what everybody's doing. I agree that like, I, I'm really curious to see what Tiger and Rory are going to do and how they set that up. I do think a broadcast studio is the way to do that. Well, coming back to seven, two, I mean, if we have this, can amateurs compete if they practice enough and they go to seven, two, or they go they buy a simulator at their house? I mean, I think they do have tournaments at seven, two. Like Matt was telling me that like, I think Thursday nights they have a tournament night or a league night. So they are running tournaments out of there. Well, overall guys, I had a blast today. I thought it was exciting. I love the facility. I mean, these guys hooked us up. The facility was amazing. Like the, you know, these guys all have like a certain love for golf, right? Like all of them are in some different way, you know, having a strong passion for the sport. I mean, Matt, he was like a former HR exec and he helped build a VIP experience and a company prior to COVID and then went through COVID and decided like, I want to do something different and built seven two. like his dad and him built the facility. It's gorgeous. I mean, there were things in that facility that I would want in my house. So here you've got entrepreneurs. I mean, you and I have been in the same situation. We're entrepreneurs. You guys are entrepreneurs who, you know, now all we want to do is deal in golf. Like Darb's making golf content. Scotty's making golf content. We're making golf content. Like all of us want to make a change. So they did it right. I mean, Matt's incredible. Brandon, he's an athletic director. He was an athletic director for a local high school. And then Cameron, he's uh, the other owner. He was amazing. He's a youth pastor and still is and then has the business. So like these three guys came together and we're like, we've got to create a space that's incredible that people want to be in. And while we were there today, it was people coming in and out the door. I mean, all the bays were full. Luckily, they didn't book our bay past the time that we were supposed to be there because we stayed all day. It, they had it was hard to get us out of there. They were lovely and the facility was amazing and I would absolutely go back and I'm glad it's not any closer to our house because I don't think either of us would be home ever if it was I, I think that goes for all of us it was cool to see because like when we were leaving right in one of the bays there was a group of teenagers they couldn't have been I mean they were probably I would say seniors ish in high school and it was like I remember going specific places with my friends to like get away from home and like hang out to see it them going there to have that kind of same experience with their group of friends and the lady friends that they brought like it was it was just a cool place safe place for kids to hang out and have a good time it was i mean i think i think they did an incredible job building it and again as an avid golfer somebody who loves this sport to see younger people enjoying it like that is is great and i think that's a big testament to the technology and the space that you know, seven two have built. It was interesting. We saw 
uh, somebody that we knew was in the golf industry was there when we first got there. Uh, I saw a father and son. We saw the teenagers and it was like a group of guys and they had some girls with them. Uh, we saw a couple families and then we saw a group of buddies. Like it was really fun throughout the day to see the different types of people that were coming in and out. And Scotty, you just recently got engaged. Would you take your uh, fiance to seven two? Meredith has wonderful hand-eye coordination, and I think she could beat me on the trackman, hands down, probably. I've seen I've seen Mare on the range. By the way, she's she crushes it, dude. She's fantastic. Definitely better than Scott. Don't tell Scott I said that. Though. She's incredible. There's probably like you know a divorce rate. You know, the second that you start working off of these trackmans, right? Because like. You, do, you don't lose the light, right? You can go there, you know, when you want to, when they're open. You know, guys are probably, you know, playing a lot more golf. That's all I'm saying. Well, it definitely opens up more of the day for, you know, you could get off of work and go play 18 holes and not have to be gone six hours. You could be done in one, in hour. one hour. If you're by yourself, you can get through 18. And I would like to, I would like to try that next. Like you go into your bay and I go into my bay. Let's do it. And then we can play our own game. Well, we're going to take a break. Okay. And when we come back, we're going to have some mulligans. I think, we, some... I think the boys should do the mulligans with us. You, you, okay. You yeah. guys want to stick around for the mulligans? Yeah. yeah. Perfect. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, we're back. We've got some mulligans. Yeah, we got some. Why don't we start with our guests? You guys, you have any mulligans? I definitely have some mulligans. I have a tendency to lose and or leave things every time we play golf on whatever course we're playing. Lost my sandwich, which gave me the opportunity to buy a new sandwich. I ended up buying the Cleveland Zipcore 56 and love it. It feels incredible. It's kind of springy off the face, which I like. Like, it just feels really good. And then I always struggled with my uh, my 60 degree Volky wedge. So I dumped that and got the uh, new high toe, tailor-made high toe in a 60 degree. And it's like butter. It just cuts through everything, super easy to hit and uh, spins a lot. And I love it, I guess. I guess that's it, really. Wait, I'm gonna add to your mulligan because you've also been losing your vapes everywhere. Yeah. You've left them on okay. the golf I'll, course. I will add this one. And you find them, Brian found it the next day. And then I think this happened again today. Yeah, so I, my vape actually literally just died on me. Like right when we started this. And I had another one that I had just purchased that I ended up leaving in the bay of the place we went today at SV2. So I'm now. And I made fun of you for bringing it. Yeah. Like because you lose it and then you left it there. So I think we had decided that we were going to get you like a lanyard and we're going to duct tape your vape to it so you can wear it on your neck and there will be no more losing of the vape. I was going to say if you if you attached it to a golf shaft, but then I was like, no, I'd probably lose that one too. Then you use the club and the thing. Or, yeah. <laughs> All right, Scotty, what's your mulligan? My mulligan, Jess? My, 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 I'm still suffering from my 
my mulligan of the fact that I'm not allowed to drive anymore. Uh, and I just think I'm going to leave that right where that is. You're upset that you don't get to drive the cart anymore as, as my cart partner for life that you've been banned from driving? All right, well, let's get this straight. That wasn't the first time he was banned from driving the golf cart. I first banned him from driving golf carts. And then you were like, you know what? He'll be my cart partner. And I was like, by all means, go for it. And I'm pretty sure the next round is when this happens. So I, I stepped into this. Okay, so Scotty was previously banned by you. I was then handed Scotty as a cart partner for life. And uh, and then he also got banned. So I have another gear update. <clears throat> I changed my bag again. <laughs> I now have the Titleist T400 irons in my bag with the Fubuki 55 gram stiff, uh, excuse me, regular shaft. The T400s are like this super game improvement and I absolutely love them up until the approach wedge and gap wedge. I had to take those out. That's the 43 and 49 degree. And I put in my Wilson D9 pitching wedge and gap wedge because they're so strong lofted and they're so light. For some reason I kept shanking. I felt like I was gonna um, die. Um, I uh, still do not have any woods in my bag. I still have the one iron. I'm gonna get the T400 um, five iron, which is essentially a four iron. And I have a new, um, two new putters. I have the Scotty Cameron Concept X2. Um, I cut it down to 34.6 and it's there. And then I have the, uh, another Scotty, but that's, that's my gamer. I was going to sell it, but I decided to play it. Okay. All right. <laughs> so every week you tell me, you come home and you tell me that your bag is set and that you've made a great new discovery of everything. And well, the, the Zexio irons are gone. You didn't like them today either. You know what I liked? I know what you liked. I liked your new clubs. Yeah, that's too bad, Jess. Sorry, those are hard to get. <laughs> okay, well, I guess I've lost my golf pimp. <laughs> so my mulligan, um, it was really good to get back out there. I took, I don't know, two and a half weeks off at least from being sick. I'm glad I feel better. I'm glad I got back out there. I wish I would have played better today. I'm really glad that we played today. I want to try and get back out there one more time this week before we have our tournament that we have on Thursday. I'm nervous. I'm glad it's a scramble. Uh, I wish I could squeeze a lesson in in between, but I honestly am just glad that I'm feeling good enough to get back out there and that I was able to be on my feet all day long and have the energy to play. And I had my best friends and the love of my life with me. So I, you know, I'm just glad I'm back. Welcome back, babe. I will say this though, not playing. There was a lot of anxiety and fear of like, oh my God, A, am I going to have enough energy? Am I going to feel good? Like, am, am I going to remember how to golf? And I've been so used to playing so often that I felt naked out there today like I the first shot I took lining up it was like I was like is this lined up properly like nothing felt right it was really weird for me you'll be back it was not what I expected as far as my you know what I'm used to we are gonna be playing with Scotty yep uh at Strawberry Farms charity event Darby was invited he has to go walk a dog that day or something <laughs> I'm not exactly sure um but I want to uh, say thank you again to uh, 7-2, uh, Matt and Brandon and Cameron out there for hosting us 
and having Scotty Darby, myself, and you out there, they, it was incredible hospitality, an amazing venue. I can't wait to go back. I can't wait to have them open up in Burbank. We will be back. Yeah, it was incredible. Thank where, you. Where can they find us? They can find us at Balls, the letter in Holes Golf. Oh, I did it. You got it. You got it right this time. I got it right. <laughs> Balls, the letter in Holes Golf on Instagram and anywhere else. Love you, babe. I love you, too. Thanks for golfing with me today. Hey, the T's, thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Thank thanks you, guys. so long. It was like, it was like. We love you. We love you, too. It's always you. a pleasure when we get to golf with our best friends. So. Balls and Holes is produced and distributed by the 8 Side Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.